in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This morning, Joseph finds himself in a world somewhere between Zechariah and Elizabeth. You remember both of them from last week, I think. Zechariah and Elizabeth are two of the people that our Lord has been fitting into his story this Advent. He is using both of them the way he intends to use all of you to make his church work. Zechariah was a priest. An angel came to him and told him that even at old age, he would have a son who would be John the baptizer. You also remember, perhaps, that Zechariah protested. He just could not see how that story could work out. He could not see how that story could have a happy ending. And he said so, and so the angel punished him. The angel took away his voice until the day his son was named. Elizabeth, his wife, took the same news very differently. When she was told that she would have a son named John the Baptizer, Elizabeth was thrilled. She could see exactly how that story would work out, exactly how that story would have a happy ending. She knew the angel was blessing her, and nine months later, she bore a child whom Jesus himself called the greatest man who ever lived. So the angel told one story, but these two good-hearted folks, a husband and a wife, took it in completely different ways. What Zechariah found the most challenging thing in life, Elizabeth found most satisfying. What he took as utterly impossible, she took as wonderful possibility as gift and blessing and promise fulfilled. Now in the gospel for today comes St. Joseph, the third person our Lord is fitting into this Advent story, another person just like all of you, whom our Lord would like to use to make his church work. Here are the facts he faces. First, his fiancée Mary is pregnant, but not by him. All things being equal, that is a double evil. It breaks the Sixth Commandment twice. Second, as we meet Joseph, he has just decided to put some distance between himself and Mary. Joseph is a righteous man, and a righteous man always fears evil. Because a righteous man knows that touching evil gives it life and power and sway. A righteous man always keeps his distance because he knows, no matter how attractive evil seems, at the end of the day he must say, that is not good for me. But then the angel appears to Joseph and says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of me, and don't be afraid of Mary. She is not evil. In fact, she is quite the opposite. She is the most favored woman ever born. And it is the Holy Spirit who has made her pregnant, and now we all would like you to raise this child as your own. This child is Emmanuel, God with us in the flesh. And that's the Advent story. All of this is quite a challenge for Joseph. 
believing the angel that this really is the Lord's work, and believing St. Mary that she really is pregnant and yet still a virgin, and that she will bear the Son of God. So now what? In our own lives, in your life and in mine, and in St. Joseph's, every challenge is an opportunity to exercise virtue. Every challenge is the chance to do the right thing, to think and to act exactly as our Lord thinks and acts. So exercising virtue really boils down to this. Do you believe him? When our Lord speaks to you in Scripture, do you believe him? When our Lord touches you again today at Holy Baptism and at Holy Supper, do you let him have his way? And when our Lord puts himself into your arms again this Christmas, will you let him linger and embrace, or will you push him away? His aim is to add your name to the Advent story so that you will help make his church work and help him bring all his children home for Christmas, especially the wandering and the lost. Christmas can be challenging for all of us with the busyness and the press, and sometimes even with the enormity of the story of God made man. But this Christmas, like St. Joseph, I hope that you will hold this story dear and that you won't try to create any distance or separation between you and your gift. I pray that you will not push Jesus away as if he were a threat to you and your life or maybe even some sort of evil. If you don't understand what that means, to let God have his way with you, if you don't really see how it can work out, if you don't know quite how to face the challenge, and if you don't know what it is to be busy in the church, if you're unsure what it means to have your name added to the Advent story, just watch St. Joseph. Joseph says scripture was a righteous man, and it's true. Joseph is a remarkable example of righteousness, of virtue and obedience and good, of believing the right thing and doing the right thing, of letting the story of Jesus Christ have its way with him. But like you, Joseph is a righteous man not because he is naturally righteous, not because he is naturally virtuous or obedient or good or faithful, but because our Lord has come to him by grace through faith with Christological words and sacramental deeds, some of them borne by angels. Joseph is righteous because the Lord makes him so. Unlike Zechariah who flinched when the Lord gave him a miraculous child, the challenge of being a stepfather to the Son of God actually revives Joseph's faith. The notion that God becomes man, that Jesus remains what he always was, wholly divine, and then becomes what he is not, fully human, 
for us and for our salvation brings Joseph certainty and joy. So when the angel speaks today, salvation for St. Joseph is not just a matter of staying out of hell. It is not a matter of life at the bare minimum. Nobody, nobody in this story, nobody in Scripture, nobody in the one holy Catholic apostolic church, nobody ever takes the Christian life to be the bare minimum, not even Zechariah when he's being punished. Instead, the Christian life is always a matter of being used well. In fact, it is a matter of being used best. And so for Joseph, that means life as a son of the covenant, as an heir of King David and also of Abraham. It is a life anticipating the Messiah, a life of patience. And ultimately, a life that is bound up in the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ in service to him and love for neighbor. To us a child is born, to us a son is given. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Happy Advent. It is this newborn child sleeping or snuffling in the manger. The child who on the eighth day will be called Jesus, who is all of these and other astonishing things. It's hard not to cry out as the liturgy does at baptism. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church. We are proud to profess it. Merry Christmas. And so this Advent is a time for all of our faith to be reborn and revitalized and refreshed. It is a time for our appreciation of Jesus Christ to be increased because his story has now become our story. Yes, the story is challenging. It challenges us. And yes, the challenges are not so easy. But it is true that in the Christian life, every challenge is, in fact, the chance to exercise virtue. So when God challenges all of us, all of us here at St. John, when Christ stretches us the way he stretched Zechariah and Elizabeth and now St. Joseph, know this, to be stretched is to be loved. To be challenged is to be trusted. To be stretched is to be used well. To be challenged is to be satisfied. It is finally to have a life that matters. Every challenge is a chance to exercise virtue, and every stretch is a chance to move from milk to meat. Every advent becomes a chance to grow up just a little bit more in the faith. And every Christmas is a chance to see and to hear and to act exactly as the Heavenly Father sees and hears and acts. This is my beloved Son. Today I have begotten you. Now go save the world. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>